Welcome to the Bougie Backpack Podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. Hi, I'm Angel from at Pennywise Traveler, and we're happy to bring you a guest today. This special guest is the queen of business class cheap flights, also known as Greg on Flyer Talk, an AA executive platinum <laughs> trailblazer, the only woman-owned business class flight deal email list, basically the female George Clooney, if you've ever seen Up in the Air. Welcome to the podcast, Ashley Gets Around. I feel like if I die anytime soon, will you give my eulogy? Because that was amazing. <laughs> anytime, anytime. So let's let's talk about, actually, let's talk about Greg from Flyer Talk. <laughs> Greg, yes. Yeah, why the name Greg? Yeah, it was just like a random, I should have named him Chad. Um, but basically, like, I had like a normal name on Flyer Talk that was like evidently my name. <laughs> and people were really mean to her, like, or mean to me. <laughs> like, I would ask a question and people would be like, oh, you didn't check him. <laughs> like, people would get like very mean. <laughs> but like, as soon as I changed my name to like Greg, I don't know. It's like Greg. They're like, what a respectable first. man that is, Greg. I would not <laughs> disrespect Greg. Oh, Greg, you seem like a nice elderly man. Let me tell you exactly how to do that. Whereas, like, the other people would see my name, Ashley, and they'd be like, well, you should know. Like, like I don't know. Um, but that's pretty funny. So, like, when we did Chicago seminars, people were like, what's your screen name? I'm like, I'm not telling you because it's Greg. I think it'd be really funny if one of my screen name was like, it's Greg, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. And it's it's funny, too, because you're, I don't know, at Chicago seminars, you were like, that was your first time there. It was my first time there. And you're like, walk around and you're, people are like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And you're like, um, well, and they're like, maybe they're not on Instagram or something. And you're like, okay, I'm Greg from Florida. <laughs> like, you're actually telling people who you were but yeah i mean that kind of it kind of highlights the the situation of um what it's like to be a woman in this this niche i guess i will say most of the people in person like most of the guys in person are like really cool and like fun to hang out with it's like some of the ones online that probably aren't but like you want to feel like a million bucks like be a woman go to chicago seminars because i had like a trail of men followed me around <laughs> and i literally thought i was like the only one observing that and then mackenzie was like no no, no. like there were literally there was like men they were like, like puppy around, dogs like, <laughs> like puppies they're like what's ashley doing it's so, so for those that don't know, Chicago Seminars, it's an annual conference that's held in Chicago. It's it's near Chicago O'Hare Airport. So there's a there's um you can take like a shuttle bus to get to um it's usually held at IHG, the holiday inn each year. Very fancy. We, there we were all there, so we were actually the speakers for the Instagram panel, actually. And hey. it was like 90% men and then like 10% women. So it was very heavily men. So that just shows how there's a lack of women in this space for travel hacking wise. And we're happy that Ashley is trying to like trailblaze this trail that she has with her business class deals and her AA course and her conference that's coming up. I mean, trailblazer just light the whole thing on fire. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know what they say, may the bridges I burn light my way. That's maybe just me. I'm really excited for the Travel More Conference because 
compared to, so I've been to a couple different conferences and even ones like Women's Travel Fest or WITS, I always before, I, I feel like now I'm more comfortable, but last year, my first conference I ever went to was WITS and I was like, oh, I going in, I was like, oh, I don't think I belong. And then I, I ended up going and it turned out I did belong because um, I'm <laughs> women in travel. But it just sometimes it feels really intimidating to go to these things. And definitely at Chicago seminars, I was a little apprehensive about going to and all these other conferences. But this is one of the first ones where I feel like I'm like, oh, I belong here. And so I don't know if anyone is thinking about going, but they're kind of like, oh, I don't think I belong. If you're listening to this podcast, you belong. Like you, you're someone who wants to travel more. You want to save money. Like you totally belong. Like you, you got to go to the conference. Yeah, I would definitely say the same thing. Um, I went to Chicago seminars in 2019. I was very one of the few women there as well. But I felt like I learned a lot from that conference. And I felt like if it wasn't for that conference, I wouldn't have taken travel hacking more seriously. Because it kind of like built a foundation for me. I was like, hey, these are the, all these different people that you have to follow. This is how you research better. This is how you book your flights better. Because then I realized I was doing a lot of things wrong that weren't the best way to book flights or hotels. I, it wasn't until that conference that it really like, got me into the mindset of how to research and book your flights and hotels for the maximum value. And, and fun fact, so Mackenzie and I actually had an idea to start a project together, like at that women's travel, um, the WITS conference, but we never did it until like now. So it was like one year after the fact. <laughs> yeah, Bougie in a Backpack. I mean, we didn't have the name yet, but we were planning on doing a pot like when we, um, we uh, Women's Travel Fest, no, Women in Travel Summit last year is where we decided to do a podcast and then we just never did it until this year. So here it is. Yeah. Okay. That is so weird because Emily and I decided to do our podcast at Wits in Poland in October. Oh, so Wits is a thing. Wits, Wits creates all these connections. <laughs> I mean, if you go to if you go to Travel Morecon and you're thinking of starting a podcast, like you might go I there mean, and then end up you, starting a podcast. You might start a podcast. You could start a business. You could start. You could be like me and start eight businesses. Yeah, I mean, I think that like if you had told me before COVID that I would start a conference and like run a conference, I would be like, like what sort of weird like alternative university living in um but then i went to travel more and then wits and chicago seminars and i just really realized like oh i can find people that like the same stuff and then make friends and learn stuff and i don't know every single one i've been to i've really like taken away stuff to implement whether whether in my business or just with points and miles or traveling um like i got a a corporate code well i guess i guess it's a it's a code for rental cars that has saved me thousands of dollars just since chicago um and so i wouldn't have ever gotten that if i hadn't gone to chicago seminar so i think it's kind of like I don't know. They're really fun. We have a ton of like amazing speakers. You guys are both speaking, which is super yeah. fun. So it'll be, it's going to be a fun time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So what made you create this conference? 
do you want like the actual answer or do you want like the the um political answer you, you can names can be changed for the for the for this uh like what do they say at the beginning of novels any resemblance to anyone living or or dead is pure coincidence but i don't know so so it's funny. So I had kind of thought about having a one day Ashley gets around, not conference, but like, like a day where I like rented a ballroom or a conference room at like, you know, a hotel somewhere and people paid and I could kind of go through, you know, my process of when I use points, when I use miles, like what a transferable point is and that kind of thing. And then we were all at Women's Travel Fest and had such a fun time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is, like, such a fun community to have, like, all these women. And it was like, I mean, I had so much fun. I lost my voice for, like, two weeks. I couldn't talk. Um, and afterwards, I just realized that, especially in the points and miles space, while most of the people I talked to were women, that it's still so heavily, heavily male dominated and it doesn't reflect the actual people in travel hacking like it's all men and not that there's anything wrong with being a man but it's just not the same as like you know women traveling like we have different needs like we plan trips for our families you know and so it's just kind of like different and so there was another conference that announced their like next in-person you know, meet up or whatever. And all their speakers were white men. And I was just really mad. And so I was like, screw this. I'm starting a conference. And I posted it on Instagram and I didn't think it would like kind of take off. And everybody was like, yes, like count me in. And people booked flights before I even had a location to hold it. And so I was like, okay, this is clearly very needed. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. We have about 30 speakers on all kinds of topics. I've, you know, tried really hard to make sure that we don't have just like one voice. Like we don't have just me who's like a solo traveler who wants to fly in business. Like I'm not every person, you know, I don't personally fly Southwest, but obviously a lot of people love companion pass and we have talks about travel hacking Disney and stuff like that. So I think we have like a bit of everything and we have stuff for beginners and we of course have stuff for more advanced, but I think it's going to be a fun weekend. And yeah, it basically started because I got like mad. <laughs> Just somebody made me mad when I started a conference. I love that. But you're trying to fill the void that's in the travel space, right? Because there's no, um, kind of like how you did your business class newsletter. There's no business class newsletter that was ran by women. And then there was no, like, women conference that was that was for points and miles. So you were trying to be the space that people, like, you were seeing the need for the space. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's, like, there's not very many points and miles conferences in general. I think they're definitely more, like, travel, just plain travel mm -hmm. conferences. And especially in points and miles, like, there's not that many that include women. And some of the best hackers I know are women. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, you know, like, I, my fate, I, I'm not even on our website. Like, travel more, I, I need to put my, I forgot to even put my own information on there. Because I'm like, this isn't about me. This is, like, about our speakers. I just am crazy enough to host it like i'm the psycho that literally like has sticky notes on our wall that's like okay. a conspiracy theory it literally i wish i could i might have to show you guys but it looks like it looks like i'm either solving a crime or about to commit one i don't know but um yeah i was just crazy enough to host it so i think it'll be fun and you know hopefully it's 
you know, well attended and, you know, I hope it goes well. <laughs> we'll see in November. So besides the besides the actual talks, what else, if you can reveal anything else that's going on, that'll be fun that weekend? Yeah, so we have optional tours on Friday. So we have a walking tour of downtown Asheville that talks about like the African-American history and all that stuff in downtown, which is supposed to be really interesting. And we have two bus tours, one during the day, that's a Lazoom. It's like a comedy tour of Asheville. And then the one I'm really excited about, which we only have, I think we're like three, four sold out of it, is the ghosted tour. It's a ghosted comedy tour for an hour and it takes place right after our opening party. Um, and all of the tours are private just for us. So they'll be really fun. And then obviously if nobody's been to Asheville before, there's lots of stuff to do in the fall in Asheville. So I think some people are staying like an extra day or two to check out Asheville. Our opening party is at like a barbecue restaurant and includes dinner. It's going to be super fun. And then we have some stuff happening on Saturday that I can't tell you yet okay so but it's gonna be tuned (laughs) tuned. um here first that you heard it here first that you don't know (laughs) but things are being planned i can't wink i like look like i'm having a stroke (laughs) i love it yeah i'm excited i'm i'm going on that haunted comedy tour so it'll be be so fun are you going to ashley I am. So I'm going, you know, if the people want to hang out with me, um, which I'm sure everyone does, um, I'm going on the haunted comedy tour. The other two during the day, I'll be setting up stuff at the hotel. So I'll probably be like pulling like a frock from Father of the Bride and like yelling at people. <laughs> so if people don't like you, go on the other tours. If people are, if people don't want to hang out with us, just go on the other ones. If people don't like us, then the haunted tour is not your vibe. I mean, there's, it's a whole bus. Like, you don't have to sit next to me um, if you don't want. Also, I just, like, appreciate when people are like, I don't really like you. I'm like, thank you for the honesty. <laughs> thank you. Hey, it's one less thing to worry about, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. Well, it's like, in that case, I will stop trying to make sure that you continue to like me. I will just let it, just let it go. (laughs) I don't even know. If somebody was like, I don't like you, I'd be like, I'd probably be like, but everybody likes me. Like, what's there to not like? I don't understand. Actually, that's not true. There's a whole group of people who are like, probably like, you know, making, I don't know, those dolls that you stab or something. There's probably (laughs) one. (laughs) There's probably one with my face on it somewhere. <laughs> we hate her and her deals. So this podcast, it was sponsored by Swagbucks. So if you like this podcast episode, feel free to screenshot this podcast episode, tag both Swagbucks official and Bougie in a Backpack on Instagram to be entered in for a giveaway for a $100 gift card. So good luck and I hope you win. Yeah, speaking speaking of your deals, you have a cheap business class flight email list that's only business class flights and it's not points. These are cash deals. So it's interesting because I guess like the way I travel business class mostly and the way I travel mostly is by hacking the points and miles and and stuff. But you have your own way of, of hacking when it comes to flying business class. 
So tell us about that. Yeah. So a lot of people don't realize that sometimes business class goes on sale for cheaper than economy. And so I kind of do it twofold. So if there's somewhere this that's specific that I need to go to, um, you know, if I need to be in Italy on a certain date, I'm probably going to try to use points. But for everything else, I kind of just follow the deal. And I mean, even this year, I just came back from Korea. I flew from Cairo to Korea in business class for $500 round trip. Um, And that ticket typically is about $3,000. So there's definitely ways of combining that strategy with points. Um, I think they both kind of work. So like, one of the deals that a lot of people booked was Morocco in business class for a thousand dollars. And the other thing that I think a lot of people miss out on, I don't talk about this as much because I think it's confusing to people, but like, especially when I find a deal on British Airways or Qatar or another one world partner, like I stack what I earn based on the cash ticket. Cause a lot of times you're not earning based on how much you spend you're earning based on distance. So like, the one of the deals I did in 2021 is I had booked two American tickets to Brazil for like $475 round trip. And I booked three or four of them, but I booked two of them in one week. I was able because I booked them a weird way to get them to code as a special fare. So when they code as a special fare, you earn based on distance. I earned on those two flights over 60, I think 65,000 miles round for both round trip tickets off of 900 bucks. The next month, I redeemed 70,000 miles to fly Q suites from Uganda back to the US. So like if you're looking at it in terms of like, yeah, I spent $1,000, but I got so many business class flights plus status. I earned Platinum Pro, which got me like a system wide upgrade. And I think those are pretty valuable. So it's just kind of another way of hacking. Um, And then obviously there are some people who will pay, you know, they're already paying for their business $5,000 to fly to India or China or whatever. And so sometimes those flights go on sale for like 2,700 or 2,800. And then that represents a huge savings if you have to go somewhere specific for work. So I think it's kind of like you can use both the cash and point strategies, but I don't talk about the stacking as much because I think it confuses like most regular people to be like, oh, you'll also earn this many miles. And this is, you know. Well, we're all about the stacking here. <laughs> yeah. All about the stacking. I was going to say like what Ashley does, it's a shortcut version. So if you have like, you're trying to get status with a specific airline, like let's say like American or Delta or United, if you fly the same um, alliance that they're with, so American is with One World, um, Delta is with Sky Team, United is with Star Alliance. If she finds a cheap ticket and it has that alliance, she will credit to that specific alliance it belongs to. So let's say she found something on Finnair and Finnair belongs to One World, but she's trying to get American Airlines status if she credits that Finn Air flight because she found a cheap deal to American, she can easily get status with a few flights because it's such yeah. a far distance that she's flying. So it's a, it's a bougie and a budget hack where instead of spending money, like um, she finds that she, well, she still spends money, but she finds like a cheap deal and she uses that way to get credit for status. And then like an example would be the 65,000 miles. That's easily like a sign-up bonus. So a lot of um, credit cards, they have sign-up bonus over 65,000 miles or so for a $3,000 spend. So the thing is, is that when you get the sign-up bonus from credit cards, that that um, 65,000 points, 
doesn't count towards your status. You can use those points to book flights, but it doesn't count towards your status that you still need to do to maintain the status. So by doing her way of like finding cheap flights, she's able to credit to that specific airline that she belongs to. So instead of going the um, credit card route, which is still good, like it's still good to get credit card sign-up bonuses because you get those miles to, to then save on travel, but she does another form of travel hacking that way where she credits it to the airline to maintain status. So like kind of like a system-wide upgrade that's very helpful, especially if you're flying internationally. So let's say you were trying to fly New York to London, right? And you have exactly platinum like Ashley does. So what you can do is that if you see availability on that flight and you're exactly platinum pro, they will give you that seat if you book it with points. So unless um, this gets kind of complicated, but like the short answer is like when you have a high tier of a status with a specific airline, you get boosted up for flights. So you can buy an economy flight, for example, but if there's a business class seat available or first class seat available because she has status that she can move to the next level and she was able to hack that by finding a cheap flight elsewhere to get that status in the first place yeah so it's kind of like you're just stacking but in a different way um mm -hmm. and i think there's a lot of times that like you know that i'll find deals that are premium economy for cheaper than people were already buying you know flights to wherever for and i'm like okay well that actually saves you you know it's i would much rather fly premium economy than regular economy and if i can fly it for the same price like why not especially you know when you get the deals that are like really cheap for business class um it just kind of is a no-brainer and there was no like deal list that only did business class i feel like i was constantly wading through these like basic economy deals and like i don't want to fly basic economy and also i can find my own like basic economy deal to paris like you know it'll be under 500 dollars at some point um and what i was really wanting was i'm like i want to compile all the places i find deals like all the places that i see business class deals whether that's like in some random subreddit or through Google flights, because I, you know, don't sleep and I just am like looking at flights all the time and compiling, compiling all of those into like one email list, because I feel like I was getting different deals from like, you know, different 20 different people. And so I don't know. I think my deals are pretty good. I mean, you guys are on my list. Yeah. So I just booked one to go to Ireland and it has this, uh, it's a premium economy. So I usually only will pay for anything above economy. I usually only pay with points. But this one, it was like premium economy was of like about the same price as economy. And it had a layover in, um, in Copenhagen for a whole day. So it's like you get two countries so so yeah we're doing that in the fall and also one of my reasons also for booking it was um because it can it'll count towards star alliance as well so and you because you even if you're paying money you're get when you get the the miles for flying it's working towards status and it's working towards you can use those miles in the future too so um something else you could do i guess is if you're if you find a deal um or if you get a deal on ashley's list you could if it shows up in the travel portal, you could book it that yeah. way. But usually it doesn't. I mean, if it does, like, because sometimes the really good deals, they either do or don't. But another thing you do is if you pay with Capital One Venture X card, you could do you could do Purchase points eraser. eraser. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an option if you don't if you're like me and don't want to pay cash. But that one, it was it was cheap enough. I was like, I'm just going to pay the cash. And you send out like a couple deals a day. And so it's like even even though they're they're coming from all different places, there's like, you know, there's 
you get so many that you'll find one that you like <laughs> like you're pretty much guaranteed to yeah i mean i think that like that's the other thing is people are like well i need i i'm trying to go to italy next summer and i'm like yeah good luck i'm like okay well i can't just i think people think that i can like just like conjure these up that i'm just like a fortune teller like uh, oh let me like i don't know but like that's not how it works i'm just i'm just looking more often like the deals you could probably find on your own if you're willing to spend 24 hours a day on google flights which most people are not um and but so, you are, so that's good we think but i literally that. i like literally am so like just pay me and i'll find the flights for you and so it's patience which is kind of why like i'm right now well my list is closed but um you know when i did the last like two, I guess a month or so, I was only doing your subscriptions because I'm like, listen, like you need to be on this list, especially if you're looking for something specific for longer than a day, because I don't know what I'm going to find in a day. And then, you know, like a few weeks ago, I found the Iceland um, Delta deal for I think it was like 1180 or something like that was a phenomenal deal. But I haven't found another deal to Europe for $1,100 in a week and a half, two weeks, because they're just, you can't predict when they happen. So just being on the list and like, just like being patient. And then when you see something good, just book it because they go fast. But yeah, it's funny. So many people have sent me photos of them like on a business class flight. And like, it probably sounds dumb to people, but it brings me such joy when I know like, people are sitting in business class and they like wouldn't have been able to afford it either otherwise, or they're saving thousands of dollars doing it. Or they were like, one email I got was like, Oh, I never thought I would be able to like fly my mom business class to India and like sent me a photo of her mom and her mom Aww. had like never flown business class before. And I'm like in tears. Like, so it really does like, I really enjoy it. And I love helping people like, you know, being able to fly a little bit more comfortably, I can't say that word, um, for like less. So, yeah. Yeah, that brings up a really good point too, because like when you think about points and miles, you either have to book very far in advance or very last minute when a work space opens yeah. up. So this one's more of a concept if you see like a flash deal, like a mistake fair that Ashley finds. This is very good in that sense where like you can book that flight and credit towards that airline to get status. So that will save you for future flights. And if you get a high enough status, because um, for American Airlines, you can only be executive platinum where you can get upgrades for um, flights versus for um what's it called the lower tier statuses you can't get upgrades that way you have to book a cash ticket on platinum pro or below like platinum pro gold and other ones versus if you booked out a bunch a few deals with ashley and credited towards american and got executive platinum you can book flights that are on points and still get upgraded in those so they just changed that though I they thought. just changed that i just yeah. got upgraded remember when, when did they change this like when like, like, like they literally changed it like a week ago or something really not... i really they changed it like a week ago i will never fly on a day that Mackenzie is also flying on american because this has happened two times where Mackenzie, you're now gold right you're not even I'm platinum cool. pro i'm like she's I'm literally gold. the bottom she is no but you still have status we appreciate you yeah um i like Thank like you. i work for american but you know what i mean um so mckenzie has gold status which does allow you to get upgrades you're just not going to be the top of the you know top of the food chain for those upgrades and i'm executive platinum which is like the highest published tier of status and 
two times Mackenzie and I both were flying. So the first time was to Puerto Rico. Um, I got stuck in economy. I missed the upgrade by one and I got shoved in economy. And then Mackenzie got her upgrade cleared. And then the next time was when we flew into DC. Was it DC? No, it was some other time. No, no, it was it was DC, and it was funny because I so I got upgraded, but then I ended up not. We I had to change my flight because my flight got canceled, so they put me in like main cabin extra in the bulkhead. But I ended up getting upgraded on the way back. But because of that issue, they had mechanical issues. They gave me um, seven thousand five hundred miles. Oh, that's and that's good. what I use. That's what I used to book DC. So I booked DC on miles. So I just paid. 7,500 miles, American Airline miles, plus $5.60. And then I got upgraded. Me and Homeboy both got upgraded. And um, yeah, so like they had just changed the rule from that you could only get upgraded on cash flights. And that cash flight, the best part, the cash flight I booked to Puerto Rico was basically economy. <laughs> I still got upgraded. Wait, no, wait, wait. So is it any American Airlines status that you have now that yeah. you can get upgraded? Any status. Yeah. Oh, so I still have. I'm on the bottom of the barrel too because I have Platinum Pro because I had it the promotion and stuff. But then I'm on the bottom of the barrel too. Okay, so I I was telling this to Ashley right before this. So I I have to get to her conference. I have to take three flights. <laughs> so I have to fly from LAX to Denver and then Denver to Charlotte and then Charlotte to um Asheville. So it's not an easy go for me. There's no nonstop flights to get to um Asheville from my house. I mean, it would it would if I did two flights from LAX to um Charlotte and then Charlotte to Asheville, it was like three times the price versus just paying like I think it was like eleven thousand points i saw that i booked it for but um we'll see if i if i but um, i use british airways it's the uh, there's no availability in british airways and also the charges it will be too high because i'm flying too far because if you fly yeah it's gonna be too high with the the few surcharges too but i i kind of want to get my platinum pro back and so i was like because i'm platinum pro you get um free um same day flight changes and oh i'm on the bottom of the barrel wait are you not platinum pro I used to be, but then I, I didn't know if I wanted to renew it or not because I didn't know how much American flight I was going to have. So I just I just didn't keep it up to that tier. So I, I used to have well, Platinum Pro. you still have plenty of time to get Platinum Pro before November. I will say, though, that it won't it'll make you keep your same exact itinerary. But I think you get free day, free same day changes. You though, do, no? but they'll make you keep your same itinerary. Like you can't fly into different airports. So, but so they won't oh. let me fly LAX to Charlotte and then Charlotte to Asheville. It'll still be LAX to Denver and then Denver to Charlotte and then Charlotte to. Um... Yeah, I mean, unless they make like unless they make a change that's more than three hours, and then you can call. And if you get somebody decent, they might be like you know, be nice and put you on better flights or if there's like a weather issue. But yeah, so basically like the benefit of the same day flight change is like, let's say I'm flying like LA to Charlotte and I booked the, or here's a really good example. Cause I did this in New York is I had booked a 7am flight out of New York to Charlotte for women's travel fest. And I, the night before I was like, Oh, I want to sleep in. So I went in and I was like, what other flights can I do? And it was like, 9 a.m. So then I was like, okay, nine's fine. I can make it. And then later that night, we were still out. And I was like, just kidding. I'm going to take this like noon flight. And then I changed it to noon. And then I was like, wait, I have like platinum status at IHG. I can get late checkout. Like, I might as well take the 220 flight. So that's what I did as I changed it again to the 220. I changed it three times. She didn't say anything because she had status. I know, anything. 
So you can see and if you're already yeah. If you're already in first class, you keep your first class upgrade. So I'm sure I made a lot of people really mad when they were like, I'm number, I'm going to get that last first class seat. Nope. I took it. Oh, that's, wait. So, but what if, I guess if they didn't have any available, like that last one, it would be standby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not guaranteed to keep your upgrade. So there's confirmed or standby. And both yeah. are free, but I only do confirmed because I'm not about to give up my business class. I'm not about to give my business class seat up because I want to like get home an hour later. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, but you keep them for free, which is really nice. So it's like a huge perk. And I didn't think, I didn't think that I would use that perk and I use it all the time. I'm like, mm, I think I want to switch that to 30 flight all the time. Like literally, like I've even done it in the lounge where I'm like, you know what? Like, like I've, I've been in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I've been in Dallas and I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to go to the Capital One lounge. And so I'll like, go to the AA desk and be like, yeah, I'll be like in the lounge. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in the AA stay. lounge. In the like, AA right lounge. From the- and I literally will be like, hey, so can you change my flight? Can I take the later Charlotte? And I'll still keep my first class upgrade. And then I'm like, I go over to the DFW. I go to the Capital One lounge. I'm like, mm, I'd rather stay here. <laughs> so it's That's- a nice benefit. That's so funny because then, like, if you think about this hack this way, if Ashley finds a cheaper flight that day for cheaper AA miles, but she has the same day free flight change, she can get that cheaper flight miles that way and then yeah. switch to the more expensive flight. But before you do this, always double check if there's enough first class seats and availability for like economy and stuff before you do that same day flight change because you don't you don't want to be disappointed because what happens if she changed to the later flight but they had no more first class seats left and she gave up her first class seat from the earlier flight. Yeah. So I so I was in LA last week and they were offering twelve hundred dollars if you took a later flight to Charlotte. But because I was in first class, I had I had shocker, I had paid cash for business. Like I was like, I'm I don't care. Look, I'm flying all my business. I'm not changing these upgrades. And I went up and I was like, I'll switch my flight for twelve hundred dollars. Um and the lady was like, It's not twelve hundred cash. And I'm like, No, <laughs> I know. I want the credit. Like I'm happy for a twelve hundred dollar credit. But then like, my cash like, is going there anyway. My cash is going there anyway. Also, what a lot of people don't know, which you can find out more about in my course, is if you get a flight credit, I don't know if we should tell people this because I feel like they should buy my course. But um, if, oh, wow, you guys are getting getting lucky. You're getting tea, insider you're tea. info. Tea. Vouchers or like whatever. What are they called? Oh, my gosh. I'm like losing my train of thought. Like, oh, like um, e-vouchers? e-vouchers like if you get a $1,200 credit or whatever on American because you took a later flight or they bumped you or anything like that when you go to redeem those dollars on American they are treated like cash so you earn loyalty points and status on that money that American gave you so you're like triple dipping so like I know people that will go and book flights like they live near Charlotte and they'll go. I mean, I'm sure that eventually they would catch on. But if you book flights like, say, the day before Thanksgiving, when every flight's ever sold and they're begging, they're throwing money at people and you don't really need to get to Tallahassee or wherever you're flying, you can be like, hey, I'll give you I'll like for a two thousand dollar credit give you my seat and then you get the two thousand dollar credit and you use it for a business class flight to wherever like you're not only getting the free business class flight you're also getting points and you're getting points to status 
and you didn't pay for it. So I was like very willing to do that. But then she basically told me, she was like, well, we have no other flights out um, in business class today. So we would have to fly you out tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh, I think I'll just go home. And I, I got on the plane and I was like, do I regret that $1,200? <laughs> That's so funny because you think about it. If you find a cheap deal later, let's say you find one of your business class deals, for, you could use that $1,200 to stack that with that um, deal that you find too and get loyalty points on top of that towards the program as well. So it's like a stack yeah. within stack of it itself. Yeah, yeah I had, um, I did, I did actually something similar to that. Um, in tw- I did it in 2019. I was flying to Thailand and it was super last minute. So it was like a, well, it was like a $900 ticket. It wasn't too bad, but they were in Hong Kong. They were having issues. That's where my connection was. They're having issues with the, um, with the wind. So they couldn't have, they had to like, they had to kick 35 people off the plane. So they were offering a thousand dollars to do that. And I looked up a flight and there was one going through Narita that was Japan airlines instead. And it was cause I was at Dallas at that point. And I was like, Hey, can I get the voucher? And then also we'll just switch me to this other flight. And it gets in at the same exact time to Bangkok. And they were like, um, I guess, I don't know. And and then they looked in, they're like, yeah, fine, we'll do that. So it was great. Cause I got in, I went, ended up going through Narita instead and getting there. And then that thousand dollars like carried me through like, cause, because then COVID hit and everything. So they extended the voucher and they extended status. So all of that, I think, honestly, does that even count? That might've even counted towards my gold status. I don't know. Or at least maybe that was last year. So it counted towards some status I'd gotten just from that voucher. And it was it was more than the flight I'd paid for itself. Yeah. So really, really pays to and also like that's also just a lesson in um knowing, like going in, knowing what you're like asking for what you want for your flight and like knowing using whatever tools you have to do that um can help you get better options rather than if i just went up to the desk i was like i'll change my flight they would have been looking around i'm like no there's a flight from that's going through narita and it's like a partner airline but you guys i know you guys can do it and so yeah that's like that can be really helpful yeah. to get always like advocate for yourself yeah i would say research helps a lot even if it's domestically it doesn't have to be internationally so this ha- happened to me when i was flying american i used to live in new york city so i was flying from lax to jfk but because the weather was really bad in the morning they they said that um they didn't tell us until we got onto the flight like a few hours later like hey we're actually stopping in chicago overnight and i was like no <laughs> like because I, I, I asked them earlier that morning i was like hey there's flight problems in um new york and i'm from la so i was like i don't have to leave la can i just stay here and they're like oh no the flight will make it and i was like then it ended up being stuck in chicago overnight and i was like really annoyed but they wanted to put me on a connection flight from um what's it called from chicago to charlotte and then charlotte to new york and i was like no i'm not doing that so what i did when i got to the hotel so they gave me a voucher to stay at a hotel is that i called them on american and i found the flight that i wanted and i didn't have status at this time but they were still selling to LaGuardia, and i was like no you have to give me that flight and then the person was like that's a very expensive flight and i was like well it's not my fault like i called you guys in the morning and you guys said my flight was going to make it and i was actually studying for this tech exam so i told them like you're actually neglecting my education I had a study session a schedule with some friends and I cannot go because like I was supposed to go on that Saturday <laughs> you're neglecting my education because I can't study and then the lady on the phone yeah. was like oh okay I didn't mean to like get in the, the, the drum of like with your study session for your tech exam and I was like yeah I need you're to like, like, you're like it's <laughs> in the future of America <laughs> I, I told you you're neglecting 
like <laughs> and she was like and it was true i was actually studying for a type exam i was and um she was like okay i'll, I'll let you switch to that laguardia flight but just keep in mind that that flight's very like you know like very popular and then when i got to the airport for that laguardia flight there was like 10 or 15 people on the standby list and here i am a person who didn't even have status who just told the person like look i found this flight online i have to take this one i can't take the charlotte one that's in the evening because i have to go to america <laughs> like if i can't study for this test like i can't save the world like i'm the future my education is <laughs> yeah i literally told them that i was like i have a tech exam you're neglecting my education because you you made me take a later flight i have a study session scheduled and in the morning i went to the airport and you said my flight was gonna make it and i don't think this is fair like you made me stop overnight in chicago i don't even have my carry-on or in my because i'm i was one of the later because i didn't have status so i Last people to board because you know, it's in the boarding section. Oh no! So then they have, they have no more space because it's a very packed flight. They made me take. They, they made me. They took my stuff, so I didn't have anything. So I was like, I don't even have like my keys or anything else. Like I'm going through all this drama. Like you guys took my bag away. It's in the um with the airplane and everything. So I didn't have that. So I told that to you too. I was like, I couldn't even have my toiletries or anything because you guys wouldn't let me take it with me because you guys said I had taken my carry-on bag because there's no more space. So not only are you neglecting my education, but you're neglecting my like I don't have my, my skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> my skincare between my toiletries and then the lady was like you know what you can have that flight to LaGuardia and that's how I was able I to get that I am using flight. that the next time you're neglecting when I'm, whenever I'm at an airport my skincare routine is just getting neglected anyway so I'll just I'm just there's no reason to not drop that every single time like, look at my skin we're actually have a lot to talk about with Ashley. So we're going to have a two part episode. But if you do want to check out Ashley, we have all this information in the show notes. But where can we find you? So you can sign up for my email list at ashleygetsaround.com. I am most active on Instagram. So you can find me at Ashley Gets Around. And you can also find Travel More at either travelmorecon.com or on Instagram at travelmorecon. Lots of places. Yeah. Cool. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you could please leave a five-star review, we really appreciate it. We read all the comments. If you could please leave a comment, if there's something you learned today from Ashley, make sure you include that in the comments because we read them all and we love to hear from you. 